we are now in the year 2000. The entire world seems to be moving toward wirelessness. Will the personal computer and laptop become obsolete technology? Will we all be able to interface with a giant supercomputer, such as the Beast in Belgium, by way of microelectronic handheld technology? This is an interesting concept to seriously consider. Will we all have the ability to access and process information by mobile telephones or some type of miniature handheld technology? This will become a possibility. Software and computer companies all over the planet are investigating and researching the possibilities and applications of wireless information technology. Asia and Europe at this time are in the forefront in the race for wireless information exchange. North and South American companies are working fanatically to play catch-up in the world of wireless information networks. NTT Ducomo, the innovators of the iMode cellular telephone, who have approximately 13 million Japanese linked to the information superhighway, are in the leadership position for this type of technology. People can now transmit electronic mail, check financial activity and browse the internet through their mobile cell phones. But this is just the tip of the iceberg as far as possibilities are concerned. Imagine one day of having the ability to accomplish all your daily tasks anywhere and at any time without having to be at a particular location to achieve a certain task. In today's fast-paced society people want unlimited flexibility and mobility. This is now mandatory for virtually every aspect of human progress. Almost everyone possesses a cellular telephone, and this subscription number is expanding exponentially. One day we will all be wireless and this is a fact. One day we will be able to do almost everything by remote control, with a multiple array of digital handheld devices. What will the implications be for humanity? Who will benefit and who will suffer? These are the important questions that we as a society must seriously ask ourselves. We are all atomic and subatomic particles and we are all wireless.
people, their first experience of lucidity in a dream has occurred in a nightmare, in which the dreamer recognizes that he is dreaming, and uses this recognition to turn the nightmare into a less unpleasant dream, or to awaken from it. In such a situation, the lucidity does not usually last long. However, if a dreamer wants to develop or extend the lucid periods in his dreams, he can think about the idea of lucid dreaming during the day and before he goes to sleep so that he is more likely to become lucid during any nightmare that occurs and thus have a way of controlling the nightmare. This way of relieving nightmares can be used by people of all ages, including children. The Marquis Dervada sound a habitual lucid dreamer, was at one stage in his life suffering from a recurrent nightmare from which he managed to release himself by developing lucidity. In these nightmares he would find himself being chased by dreadful monsters through an endless series of rooms. These nightmares seemed to be becoming more frequent. He only had to find himself in a room for the thought of monsters to arise, and then the monsters would appear. Finally, in one such experience, the recurrent situation made him aware that he was dreaming. And instead of trying to run away from the monsters, he set his back to a wall determined to confront his pursuers. I stared at my principal assailant. He bore some resemblance to one of those bristling and grimacing demons which are sculptured on cathedral porches. Academic curiosities soon overcame all my other emotions. I saw the fantastic monster halt a few paces from me hissing and leaping about. Once I had mastered my fear, his actions appeared merely burlesque. I noticed the claws on one of his hands, or paws, I should say. There were seven in all, each very precisely delineated. The monster's features were all very precise and realistic. Hair and eyebrows, what looked like a wound in his shoulder, and many other details. The result of concentrating attention on this figure was that all his acolytes vanished as if by magic. Soon the leading monster also began to slow down, lose precision and take on a downy appearance. He finally changed into a sort of floating hide which resembled the faded costumes used as street signs by fancy dress shops at carnival times. 